0: Have a question for you. What do you do when you get stuck? Welcome to the Find Your Voice podcast, a show where we believe in the power of the written word to create positive change in your personal life, your community, and the world. I'm your host, Alison Fallon. Whether you're an aspiring author or someone who swears they're not a real writer, we're here to show you how a regular practice of writing will help you access your intuition, make an impact, and find your voice. Join me for interviews with authors, writing prompts, and stories of how even simple words change lives. Hi, writers. On today's episode of the Find Your Voice podcast, I want to talk about something I shared on social media recently that got an incredible response. Now, this post had to do with probably one of the most common complaints I hear from writers of all kinds— And one of the most common complaints I have about the writing life myself, and that has to do with something you've probably heard called writer's block. But of course, it doesn't have to be called writer's block to be writer's block. You know the feeling, you sit down to write something, whether it's an email or a presentation or a chapter in your book or your morning pages or something else entirely. And you sit there staring at the blinking cursor or just hovering the pen over the top of the page. And no matter what you do, you feel like you just can't make any progress forward. It's an incredibly frustrating feeling and it can be kind of a difficult key to unlock. So, what I decided to do was ask my audience on Instagram and on Twitter and on some of the other social media apps that I'm on what they do when they get stuck like this because you know, creativity, one of my favorite things about it is is it's not one of those things that you can master. It is one of those things that reminds us that we are beginners over and over and over again. So I don't have all of the rules. I don't have all of the solutions for how to get out of a creative block. What I wanted to do is show you the incredibly wide gamut of strategies and tools that so many different kinds of writers use when they face this frustrating situation called writer's block. So on today's episode, what I'm going to do is share with you some of the brilliant responses that came on those posts. And if you want to see more of them, you can follow the links that are in the show notes and you can check out the responses for yourself on Instagram and Twitter and elsewhere. Hope you enjoy today's episode. I have a question for you. What do you do when you get stuck? And I I don't mean this question rhetorically. I mean, actually, seriously, when you get stuck in your writing or even when you get stuck in your life, what do you do? What do you do that helps you? What's the key that you use that unlocks the block and helps you make progress and move forward. Of course, we know writing can be an incredible tool for this, but what if writing is the task that you're doing when you get stuck? You sit down to the computer to make some progress on your chapter or On your morning pages or on an email or presentation you're writing for work. And no matter how hard you work at it, you just can't seem to get the words to come out. What do you do next? This is a question that I turned to social media for an answer to, not just because I wanted the answers, but because I really wanted to share these answers with you. And I got no surprise, an incredible, incredible, response. So what I'm going to do is just go through the responses one by one and share them with you. I may stop along the way and give a little bit of commentary, but mostly what I want you to hear is just the incredible breadth of tools that are available to you when you get stuck in your writing or in your life that you can use to help unlock the lock. Natalie says when she gets stuck, the first thing she does is she works out. This gets my blood moving back to my brain and usually helps me move through my clouds, she says. And I responded to her and said, I'm the exact same way. That's definitely my first go to response is to get my body moving, even if it's just a walk around the block. Nicole, speaking of walk around the block, says that she goes for a walk. And you'll see this as a theme throughout this whole list. You're going to see so many people offering the option of moving your body and getting your heart rate up and getting your blood pumping as a way to help you get unstuck. I think this is really smart for a handful of reasons. The phrase you'll hear me use all the time is getting limbic. When you move your body, you're accessing your limbic system, which is the part of your brain that you need to access in order to get your most creative work done. But also if you think about it, our brains are a muscle and just like anything else, they need blood flow. They need rest. (laughs) They need food and fuel and water and all those things that the rest of the muscles in our body need. So really smart strategy to move your body when you're feeling stuck. Haley says that she takes a walk or she paints. And in addition here to the repetition around moving your body, I also want you to notice this is the beginning of a lot of suggestions you'll hear to enter into another kind of creative process, which I think is a really important and really wonderful suggestion. If you think about this, you know, writing helps us access our limbic system. So do these other creative processes like gardening or painting or singing, playing music, whatever it is. These other creative processes are helping us do that same thing. So if you can't get through the block in your writing, maybe you could try another creative process to see if you can get through the block there. BJ says, I give myself a specific amount of time to go wherever the distraction is leading me. I think this is brilliant, by the way. She's the only person who mentioned this, but she says, then I come back and I jump back in. If I'm still blocked, I look through my cards or work on expanding my thoughts on future chapter topics. Sometimes that includes transcribing recorded notes. She says, I have the mindset that it's all writing and it's all part of the same process. So two things I want to point out here. Number one is that she gives herself permission to go where the distraction is leading her. Sometimes we think a distraction is a rabbit trail in the wrong direction when really the distraction is inviting us to see something that we would not have otherwise seen. And like I mentioned, BJ is the only person who mentioned this, but I think it's a really important tool that we can have at our disposal sometimes to help us unlock our blocks. Now, sometimes we have to be really disciplined, especially if you're working up against a deadline, you have to be a little more disciplined about distractions and really not allow, especially our phones or our technology to pull us away. But if something is distracting you, if the bird outside is distracting you or some sort of family drama is distracting you or something that's going on in your personal life, maybe there's something there for you that needs to be learned or understood before you're ready to move forward in your writing. And the second thing that I wanted to point out here is this mindset that BJ says she has, that it's all writing and it's all part of the same process. This is something I emphasize to writers all the time, that writing is not just what you do when you sit at the page and you do your writing, but writing is also the breaks you take in between you know, you're know, you writing when you're not writing. You're writing when you're thinking about your writing. You're writing when you're not thinking about it at all and you're giving your brain a rest. You're writing when you're living your life and you're allowing the message to be transmitted in you and through you. And so don't get stuck in this idea that just because you haven't written in a month or six months or a year or 10 years, that that means that you aren't doing any writing, or that you aren't a writer, because, um, of course, we need to sit down at the page, put our butt in the chair, get some writing done. But also, also, there's writing that's happening even in the middle of that process. Susan says she steps away from the writing. She gardens. She goes for a walk. She does the dishes. She meets a friend for coffee. Generally, she takes some time to refill her creative tank. If you haven't heard this phrase before, refilling the creative tank. It is a phrase that was coined, I think, by Julia Cameron, who wrote The Artist's Way. And she talks about refilling our creative tanker, our creative well, by allowing input through the five senses. So... One of the tips she gives is taking yourself on an artist date, which sounds actually really similar to what Susan is talking about, meeting a friend or gardening or going for a walk or something like that, where we allow ourselves to have some sensory input through taste, touch, smell, sight, sound. And through that experience, we fill our well of images once again and come back to the page replenished. Ashley says she reads one section of writing down the bones and then responds to it. It almost always gets me unstuck. She says, this is really smart. Not necessarily that book, although it's a great book, but if you have a book that always inspires you, then reading what someone else has written can oftentimes be an incredible impetus for getting us unstuck. It doesn't have to be writing down the bones. It could be a different book, completely something that, Really inspires you, something that is a book for, that's designed for writers, or even just a book that's beautifully written that you hope to someday be able to emulate in your own writing. Chelsea says, I write on actual paper. It always helps me translate my feelings into words. There is some data that shows this is true that your brain will actually be more effective if you can pick up a pen and paper. And I know for me at least, typing. I can type so much faster than I can write with pen and paper that I tend to not use pen and paper. But if you're feeling stuck, maybe try picking up a pen and paper and see if that can help you make any progress. Emily says, dance, yoga, play, piano, sing. Again, notice the move to other creative outlets here and also moving your body. Terry says, go on a walk without my phone. Someone called Rev Summer Joy on Instagram says, "Get out markers and mind map." Yes, writing with something beyond a pen, like a black and white pen can be so helpful and mind mapping is such an incredible tool. She says, "Talk it out with my sister or mom, take a walk, read a great writer. Poetry often connects me with my right brain. Name the emotion which has me in a spin. Remind myself this is a process. 10 minutes of mindful meditation." That's a list of really incredible strategies right there. I hope you caught that. Kevin says, I write about the block. I write about the feeling that I don't know what to say. And I ask spirit to teach me what to say. And then I do something to relax. Frustration is the block. The block is an illusion. So the frustration is with nothing. So there's nothing to be mad at. I thought this was such a great approach and really true at the end of the day, when you think about it, the block is an illusion. You know, I mean, the block feels so real when you're facing it, but I've talked about this before. My stance on writer's block is that writer's block isn't writer's block. It's life block. When we're stuck in our writing, it's because we feel that there's something we want to say or do that we feel we can't say or do in our real life. And so when we can see that the block is an illusion that we are autonomous human beings and can do whatever we want to do and can say whatever we need to say, then the block becomes much less intimidating. And we realize that the frustration is with nothing and we can actually move forward. I also really like this idea about writing about the block. And in fact, Bob suggested writing to the block. He says, once when blocked, I wrote a little document called voices, the various voices from which I write. It helped me find where in my soul The source of my best writing. Emma suggested switching to handwriting, which we've heard before, or she says, I leave my house and go to a cafe I've never been to before. This is filling the creative well. She said, post COVID, this has been a park or a bench or an outdoor cafe. Ashley suggested, and this is another Ashley, but she suggested leaving off in her writing when she's feeling really good, like when she's feeling in a great spot. She says, I always leave off right in the middle when the going gets good. It makes it easier to return because I have a good starting point and don't have to decide what happens next. When I'm feeling really stuck, I let myself be stuck, take a five minute break, then return. It's healthy to get stuck. What a good perspective. It's healthy to get stuck. It's absolutely normal. This is an expected part of the process. It is not because you have some sort of failure of your creativity. Monica suggested, she said, honestly, I get away from the computer and do something like walk, sit outside or go for a long drive. Long drives are another thing that help us access our limbic system. Anything that's a rote activity, by the way. So brushing your teeth, taking a shower, and you'll hear a couple of shower suggestions in here are those things that help us access our limbic system, which is the part of our, our brain that we're wanting to access when we're writing. She says, this is still Monica. I have to shift focus from what I'm supposed to do to something still. And my brain releases shifting focus from what I'm supposed to do to something still. I love that. Lots of people mentioning that taking a break is helpful for them. This is because our brains are muscles and need breaks, just like anything else, just like any other muscle in our body. Sarah says immediately, I start describing what's in my immediate view in detail. She says, I don't overthink it. I just use it to build some momentum until my brain gets bored and I start writing some more interesting stuff. I edit it all out later. This is such a brilliant tactic because again, if you think about the block being kind of a phantom of our imagination. Writing about what's in your immediate view really reveals this to you because you, know, you have words to describe what's in your immediate view. Maybe you don't yet have words to describe the thing that you're trying to describe, but you do have words to describe what's in your immediate view, so you're not blocked there. So using that as a tool to help you get unblocked is really a brilliant thought, I think. Elena says, I tend to wallow in my stuckness, which you know is a totally Fair approach. I don't know a single creative person, let alone a writer, who hasn't spent a good bit of time wallowing in their stuckness. And I think our culture gives us this idea that we always have to be super creative and productive, and that if we're not being that way, we're somehow failing. And I think creativity teaches us that we can't always be super productive, that sometimes things just take a while to percolate or to grow. And I think this is a really great strategy if you know, you know that you just need a little bit more time and maybe you can see that there is something for you to learn within this block. And you can just spend a little bit of time wallowing in your stuckness. Rick says he gives himself a faux deadline, which is another brilliant tactic. I know a lot of writers who do this Billy says, I always fall back to the writing exercise of copying the first sentence or two of a paragraph and then letting my brain keep going a genre different than what I'm writing. So what Billy's talking about, and this is actually a proven tactic. If you want to try it is picking up a book off of your shelf that you love and flipping it open to a random page, starting with a paragraph and literally copying word for word as long as it takes for you to feel like you have a thought and you want to go off on your own track. So you could copy for a paragraph or two paragraphs or 10 paragraphs, however long it takes for you to feel like your own ideas have opened up again. You know, this is a, such an appropriate and accepted way that kids learn how to speak is through mimicry. And we forget that we learn to write the same way we learn to let, write through m- mimicry and it's a perfectly acceptable, appropriate, and even really brilliant strategy to start by mimicking another writer first. JJ says, I do four cycles of 25 minutes of writing or attempting to write followed by a five minute break, quick walk or snack. If I can't get unstuck, I call it a day and try it again the next day. Another brilliant strategy. We can't make progress every single day in our writing. We do the best we can. We create some discipline around it. We try to move forward. And on the days we don't, we just go, oh, well, and we move on to the next. Faith says, I release expectations and take a walk. Melissa says sometimes other forms of creativity help me like kneading bread, making bread, being active and creative in other ways encourages my brain to take a break and come back ready to form words and sentences again. And Mark of course says walk alone in nature. We've heard that a couple of times here. So just to give you a quick recap, and there, there are tons more responses for you to read. This is not every single response. So Please click the links in the show notes and go read the responses for yourself and add your own thoughts because this is going to become a wealth of inspiration and information for so many writers. And if you decide that you want this, I will compile this into a resource that you can easily download and you can have it pinned up next to your computer so you can really quickly access it. But a really quick recap on what you just heard. I wanted to just give you a quick rundown of the 18 or so things that are on this list. Starting with workout, take a walk, let it rest, yoga, meditation, qigong, etc. Switch to handwriting, change your scenery, wallow in your stuckness, write about the block, write to the block, create a fake deadline, mimic someone else, mimic yourself, describe what's in view, write it terribly, give up and try again tomorrow, quit when things are going well, write from a different voice, And then finally, this last piece of advice is mine. This is what I do when I'm stuck in my writing. And I wanted to share this with you as well, just to add my hat into the ring. What I do when I'm stuck in my writing is I give my writing a destination. So by that, I mean, when I'm writing a chapter and I can't figure out where to go next, I go to my email app. I open it up. I open a new email. I type someone's name in the two form. And then I start writing in the email body. And for me, there's something about giving my writing a destination that unlocks or opens a new way to talk about the thing that I'm trying to talk about, or gives it kind of like a immediacy, like, an, like it makes it feel more necessary for me to explain to this person what I'm trying to say. And it really helps me tap into my unique voice. So that's something that's worked for me along with all the other things that are on this list or most of the other things that are on this list, I've tried as well. So I hope this is helpful for you. Again, if it would be useful to you to have all of these ideas in one downloadable resource, please let me know you can type yes into the comments of the Instagram post that's linked here, or you can email me at hello at findyourvoice.com. And if we get enough interest in that, I will make sure to put that resource together for you so that you can have all of these ideas in one place. You can pin them up next to your computer so that you'll have them right there while you're writing. Again, I hope this is helpful for you. I hope it was as helpful for you as it was for me. And until next time, happy writing. Do you have a sense that you have a story you want to write, but you aren't sure you want to publish it? Or maybe you're definitely sure you don't want to publish, but the idea of writing your personal story sounds like something you might like to try. Finally, finally, I have a resource for you. For over a decade, myself and my team at Find Your Voice have been supporting authors who have powerful stories that they want to publish in the format of a book. And over all those years, I've watched as the power of writing down a personal story brought clarity to these authors, brought healing to their lives, and ultimately helped them take back their lives from critics, from past mistakes, from a culture that wanted to define them or put them in a box. But until now, I didn't have a great resource for someone who wanted to write their story not for publishing, but for taking back their power. So if that's you, this is exciting news. Right now, you can go to writeyourstory.com and for free, you can download a simple worksheet that's gonna walk you through the beginning steps of outlining your personal story. All you have to do is complete the questions on the worksheet, watch the videos, and I'll teach you not only how to tell your story, but how to take back your life by telling your story. I'm gonna teach you how to know what's really interesting about your personal story, how to know where the story starts and where it stops, and I'll even teach you a trick that the pros use to take their writing from good to great. Don't wait another day to write your story and take back your life. Head to writeyourstory.com right now and download your free worksheet. Thanks for listening to the Find Your Voice podcast. We hope this inspires you to pick up a pen and start finding the words that will change your life, your community, and your world. If you liked what you heard today, share with a friend, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you haven't already, check out our website, findyourvoice.com. Subscribe to our Monday Motivation for free and get inspiring writing prompts in your inbox each week. Until next time, happy writing.